Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Guitar Stories. And I was singing along to the theme tune again. Hello, Dan. Hello, Andy. Episode 69. It's good to be back after our little hiatus. Yeah, we had a little break, but uh, we're back. And we didn't skip any episode numbers. So now we are at the rather hilarious episode 69. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, full, full disclosure, everybody, we were guestless until about uh, two hours ago. And then um, and then we scored an absolute stonker of a guest. So uh, I'm really happy we have a guest. We were going to go just duo tonight with, with Dan and I. But um, no, we've got a guest. His name is Pete Honore. And he's there in the background in the green room, chilling out, covered in purple guitars. And he'll be with us in a little bit. But before we, we bring him in, I'm sure Dan's going to tell you something uh, about him, I guess. I hope. I wish. Is that already the time for the uh, the yeah. ultimate uh, Pete Honoré presentation? All right. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's due time. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're welcoming. I, I haven't written anything, but I, I think I can wing it. So let's let's give it a try. So tonight we are welcoming Peter Honoré, and we've been chasing him for quite a while because Andy and I were both are big fans of what he's doing. He is uh, currently the co-host of Anderton's channel, one of the, or, yeah, I think it's the biggest European uh, channel, gear-related channel. He's a great guitarist. He played with legends like uh, Lionel Richie, Tom Jones, and even uh, for the German-speaking audience, even Helene Fischer. So he played the big stadiums. Don't uh, forget Girls Aloud. Come on. Girls Aloud. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot Girls Aloud. So um, he knows. Also, Dan, can about. can you yeah. move your phone phone away from your microphone? Because it's um it's oh. going nuts on my end. All Thanks. right, all right, okay, all right. So yeah, so he's got like a vast experience, like twenty years of of playing the guitar in front of huge audiences, and above and beyond that, he's a lover of purple guitars, and uh, he's treating us very well when it comes to the to like the various shades of purple, maybe fifty shades of purple. I don't know. But uh, we already have seen him backstage, and uh, he's brought up a nice collection of guitars. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that we will get to learn a lot of his personal guitar stories and what, what the deal actually is about Purple. I've never never had a chance to ask him what, what it is. So I'm super pleased to have him here. Episode, <laughs> episode 69, uh, and he's taking a sip from his Batman cup. I'm going to take a drink as well. Hello, everyone. And in the background, by the way, I have a treat for Pooh. This just landed. That, that's one hell of an intro that's just withered away into you taking a drink and talking about other stuff. But um, let's get him on screen. Let's introduce him. Um, in England, it's Danish Pete, Pete Honore. Hello, Pete. Hello. Hey. I'm actually, <laughs> there it is. I'm, actually, I'm actually at work right now. Oh. I've literally just finished off and I'm at work. So perfect. Well, that's thank you for staying on. All in August. Yeah, I was just doing some stuff, and then I thought I might as well stay here for while chatting to you, lovely gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Well, welcome to the show, mate. Welcome, and thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, um, it, as as Dan just said, we have been trying to, to chat to you for ages. We know you're a busy man, and thankfully, something aligned today that made it happen, and here oh, we are. Yeah, um, purple stars. Before we go any further, mate, uh, let's gonna put let's gonna put Pete full screen to show what he's got arranged for us. Uh, that's gonna put me full screen. And Pete, how many purple guitars do you have there? I mean, there's six here. Then there's another three over there. And then I think there's another one or two in the other room. And then 
there's another, I don't know, three at home, four at home, something like that, maybe. <laughs> well, we're going to get into the purpleness and the reasons yeah. and, and all the other stuff uh, a little bit later on. And I'm sure people in the live chat have questions for you. So if you yeah, have questions for Pete, um, save them for a little bit later because we're going to do first guitar news. Um, then we're going to do our picks of the week, of the, the week's gear. And then we will do a full-on no-holds-barred chat with Pete. I hope everybody's ready and warmed up and I supple am. and flexible. Yeah, it is number 69, this, isn't it? So we have to. It is the, it's something special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I know that you'd bend over backwards for us anyway, so um, it's good to know that <laughs> Not you Not with you, today. my friend. <laughs> um, what's your drink of choice tonight, Pete? Uh, this is just a Coke Zero. Um, right. Coke Zero. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I haven't had alcohol for six months now. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Is that one of the reasons you're looking about 15 years younger? I think so. Yeah. I probably. Yeah. I lost shit tons of weight, if I can say that word. I'm, I. Yeah. It went off really quickly. But I was drinking quite heavily, and I thought it was just time to take a break from it. And watching myself, you know, being in the videos, editing the videos, looking at myself, going, "You just need to. This needs to stop." You know. So <laughs> I just thought I'd done three months last year. And then I started again, and I thought I'd just need a proper break from it for a little while. Um, okay. But now I'm just eating tons of sweets and stuff instead, which is like really, but I, I, it's obviously the alcohol obviously had a, an effect on me. So, so, yeah, it's good. And then it's been nice and sunny. So, you know, been outside standing like this in the sunshine for a bit, get a bit of sun tan. You know. yeah. yeah, well, I was in the UK last week. We we're going to touch on that briefly. And mm. I got sunburnt in Wales. And I think there's a book of people, a very small book with people in it that have got sun, sunburnt in Wales. And, and I'm probably one of the yeah. few people. I mean, mine, um, you have got to Wales. We've I went to, to Barry Wales. Island. It's, and, be um, it's beautiful, and though. Got sunburnt. Yeah, it's Barry Island. It's beautiful in Wales. We've been up there a couple of times. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Absolutely. Shall we just... Dan, have you been to Barry Island? <laughs> no, never, never. But actually, uh, touching on the topic of avoiding alcohol, I was, I was about to talk with you uh, before the show about a movie that I saw, a Danish movie, which blends in perfectly into today's guest, called uh, Druk. Or, Druk, yeah. Uh, yeah Druk, uh, another, another round with Mats Mikkelsen. Oh, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Have you I've watched seen, it before? Yeah, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it a couple of times. I think it's really... We were actually talking about it here uh, when when I was drinking. It was it, it came up in conversation, and and me and Lee was like, maybe we should just try to to start in the morning and just get that. You know, I think it's like what they they drink, so they got like uh, just the limit is a 0.8 or something one, and they just keep that going all the time yeah. because it seems you're much more productive, you're happy all the time, and you know all this shit just bounces off you if you if you maintain that you know that that you know. 0.8% uh, alcohol in your system all the time. Wow. The problem is eventually you need more and more to get to that point. <laughs> and then, you know, it'll, it'll, you know, so, and that's what happens in the film. It's a great film. I love the film. Yeah. And it's also, it's, it's about like men in the, in their forties. So they're kind of all facing some sort of midlife crisis. I'm not there yet. So, but no, I'm well, okay. okay. <laughs> it just, I just found it interesting that they, you know, because they based it on uh, one of a, a, um, a, hypo a hypothesis of a, uh, of a shrink, a Norwegian yeah, yeah. shrink, and uh, therefore they want to test that hypothesis. Yeah. They do it themselves, and they're all teachers. Yeah, which makes it even more interesting because they are facing kids every day. 
Yeah. So it, it's kind of hard to, to, to hide that they are drinking on a constant level to keep that 0.5 or 0.8 or 1.0 yeah. per mil. Well, I, is, it, is it, you know, is it such a crazy theory? We all know what happens if you have a couple of drinks to a yeah. point, you know, some people go straight away. You know, some people can just carry on and have a glass of wine and just keep that bus going. You know, mm -hmm. is, it, is, it, is, it that, is that of a crazy idea? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel fine without drinking. No, I miss it. Yeah. You know, I like a glass of wine. You know, it's nice. But the problem is I can't just have one or two glasses of wine. That was the problem. <laughs> and, that, you know, um, because I like it. And then I just keep going. Um, mm. And then you know, I, I can get up of a chair now without going, oh, you know. So <laughs> work, the joints, everything feels much nicer. And, you know, wow. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's quite an interesting experiment, actually, which I, I'm enjoying. <laughs> Well, the compliments are flying in in the live chat. We don't normally get compliments on on how someone looks, but um, well done, mate. You, you, yeah, you, you're you're pleasing pleasing eye candy for this evening. Thanks. <laughs> um, we're going to do some news. We've got so much news to talk about because so much has happened in the guitar world. Uh, some has been covered already, but we're going to cover it because we've got opinions. Um, Pete, if you want to join in, or if you've got no opinion whatsoever, it works both ways. You know, I always have an opinion. <laughs> Good, good. The first one, Dan, is um, something I have no opinion on. So it's uh, pro light and sound. Oh, that's just say uh, like that's happening at the moment. Uh, today's the starting day of pro light and sound. I guess a couple of people are already there in Frankfurt. It's basically what is left uh, after Mesa has been cancelled. So this is the second part. It's all about PA. <laughs> Hello. It's all about PA and uh, light lighting and systems and, and all that. Yeah, uh, very sophisticated. It's, it's super cool to be there. Uh, it's uh, it's impressive what's possible, especially for live concerts. I mean, Pete has seen the biggest stages, so he knows what's involved when you when you play for you know the really big names and you need the big PA systems and the the biggest lights and everything. So it's pretty impressive to see what's possible. And this is happening right now. It's uh, I was a little bit sentimental when I when I you know put chose that for as a news topic because around that time we usually went to frankfurt and there were the big shows and a lot of artists playing i don't know pete have you been to to frankfurt mess a lot of times I, actually i've never been i've oh, never, never been. no i've never yeah. i've never it, i think it was i was busy touring when it was on and then i never got the time and it was then it was you know then it stopped uh, before mm. we i get mm. to work here and so nam is the only thing i've been to mm. okay yeah so just a little bit of sentimental value but... yeah absolutely must be uh, Henning is there right now, or he may be home by now, but Henning Pauly is there, so he um, he's there looking at shiny lights. I must admit, I have <laughs> been to Frankfurt Messe, and I did enjoy walking through the lights and the smoke and all that stuff, <laughs> but it was, it was just too damn loud for someone like me. It was just too damn loud and too Is that like the place in Nam where, where Boss had there, there's like a DJ, last, the last yeah. time you were there, you walked down this long corridor and then into this massive hall, and it was just full of DJ stuff. Oh. Yeah, it's it's basically that, just uh, in German. Yeah, yeah, just in German. <laughs> <laughs> German smoke. So, yeah, the, uh, oh, I've no opinion on that. I'll stop no. on that one. Um, okay, uh, second piece of news is something that Dan pointed out to me that I've been testing all day and I've failed, and that is that GuitarWorld.com seems to have put up a paywall on their features and articles. 
and I've been testing it. Um, I'll put a little thing on screen for you that says, uh, you've enjoyed reading five articles this month. Now you can join now for unlimited access. And then there's a, a price uh, that you can pay to, to access all their content um, as a subscription. And I, I tried this. I, I read like seven articles, or pretended to read them. I looked at the pictures. And I couldn't access this, this paywall thing. So Dan, what have you done to make Guitar World want to charge you money? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We were, we were just, you know, talking about the hottest topics of the day. It just popped up. So I was, I was pretty surprised to see that they, you know, installed paywall. I don't know why that is the case. If, uh, and also if that's a, a system for them, that's, that's worthwhile. But yeah, interesting to see that they're going that route. I don't I have Pete's it. trying it now. No, it doesn't work for you either. No, no, I can, I can, no, I can, I can, you can, I can fully. Yeah, I'm fine. Fully access. Yeah. Well, so am I. I, I. I failed to be stopped. So you know they must. They must. Yeah, it says you can subscribe here. There's and... a, like a subscriber button. So I guess you can subscribe for five ninety nine um, for more magazines. But that'll be like guitar, guitarist, and and other stuff. So maybe that's like a yeah. But that's yeah. But that's a different thing, isn't it? So you get the five. Oh, what? No. 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 I'm fine. So people in the chat, has this happened to anybody else? Or maybe you could, you know, open up another tab and check out guitarworld.com and um, see if it happens. <laughs> but um, so far, it's only Increasing Dan. Traffic. But we wanted to ask, yeah. that's why we're here, you know, reach out to the audience and see if anything else has happened. <laughs> it's, it's probably when Dan wants to read sort of Jackson and, and Charvel articles yeah. that uh, yeah, they that know, they know, they see it incoming, you know, Got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I bet I bet tomorrow a, you will send uh, me a uh, screenshot from the PC. Say again. Yeah, I, I think I will. I, I will try <laughs> it. I tried it from several different PCs and, and nothing works. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Phew. Well, that, that's, that's a failure so far. Sorry. We had started off well, it's got worse, you know, nothing worked then. But something really good, talking about people looking better, was, was Danny Elfman at Coachella. Um, ah, wow. On screen now, playing a PRS. He is looking buff and oh, yeah. big and healthy and happy, but also a little bit like Heath Ledger in, uh, in the Batman movies. <laughs> but I mean, he's 68. Mixed with um, 68, man. Is he 68? Wow. He's 60, I want to look like that if I'm 68. It's just incredible. I mean, he was, he was playing. I was impressed. 48. By, yeah. I was impressed by the band he took up on stage. He played with uh, Wes Borland of Limbiscuit and Nilly Brosh and a lot of other great musicians. And I was looking at the pictures and then I checked his, his Wikipedia because I wanted to see when he was born. And he's born in 53. So he's 69 even, right? Yeah. Birthday 73. Wow. 73 next year yeah 68 he's turning 69 now this year yeah so that's crazy i mean just like he us. does what he, he probably does what he loves you know that's that's we talk about this a lot here like you know um leeds has turned 50 and he doesn't really look 50 but i think the fact is that we are doing what we really enjoy every single day playing guitar and hanging out and you know it is stressful because of course it's stressful and there's a lot of work in it but at the end of the day, we get to laugh and we get to have a good time and we're doing what we really enjoy. And I think that will just, you know, as Prince said, 
you know, what's your, you know, how old are you? He's like, when, when is your birthday? I said, I had one. That's when I was born. That was my birthday. And that's it. From there on, that's, you know, right. I just don't need, so there's no number. It's just, I was born on my birthday. And then everything else is just, someone has said once that we have to tw have 24 hours and 12 months and all that stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean, it's like some people can drink much more than other people, you know, and some people look better when they're older than other people do, you know. And it's how you present yourself and what you do and what you say. And, you know, I still feel like I'm 17 in my head, you know. And I, yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't I? It's just I don't want to be old and just miserable. <laughs> I, wanna, I want, you know, I want to be, smile and laugh. Yeah. I, there's no I, point I can absolutely contest that um, if you're if you're spending most of your day laughing and smiling and joking and but still getting stuff done and feeling productive and having a, a sense of achievement, then that and we don't is, get anything that done. The, that's the goal. No, I've, I've <laughs> seen I've seen your videos. It's, yeah, it's, we don't. Uh, it's proof, we don't do any videos that. at all. No, not none at all. Never. <laughs> if I want to get when the AI takes over, you could just sit back and and provide a voice sample. That's it. You could just um, wait it. for the money to roll in. Then yeah, all that money. <laughs> all that money all those clicky monies and yeah the dream well danny elfman i only watched the coachella performance that dan sent me which was the simpsons theme tune and i thoroughly enjoyed that and watched it twice <laughs> uh, it was awesome i haven't watched any and, of it uh, i like the way he turned to the the saxophonist and, and she played the the lisa bit that was great <laughs> yeah. i really enjoy i recommend you do it's it's fun uh I will. a half naked yeah. buff man playing the simpsons Isn't Mary, what's, the, what's his wife what's his wife called that have, you haven't seen for ages and then she came out and then she was just it was all um you know. richard fonda right bridget bardo fonda, fonda. No, yeah and you just she was whatever and then all of a sudden she comes out and no, nobody's seen her in like 23 years and you're what happened to her like that was in the news recently wasn't it yeah. she's just living her best life man you don't need to yeah. go anywhere and do anything so absolutely yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Danny Elfman, congratulations! Uh, it's a new new goal, you know. In yeah. fact, Pete, you, you've stopped drinking. I did stop drinking, and then I started again when I went to England. had a, had a few beers, but I'm back off it now because I feel like rubbish. Um, yeah, so back on the old the Batman juice, the water. <laughs> Is there something else in there? Just t tell us honestly. It's like <laughs> it's bat juice. I tell you, I promise. Bat juice. No, it's a, it's juice. pure vengeance. Pure vengeance, that's what it is. <laughs> what are you having, sir? A cup of vengeance. Yeah. In the morning. I'd need more than a cup of vengeance. I'd need like a, a barrel of vengeance, please. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess the last thing I want to talk about in the news is the, the biggest one, gear-wise, which is the Digitech uh, buyout from Cortec, which is yep. um, huge, because I'm a massive Digitech and DoD, DoD, I'm going to upset some people there. DoD Dodd pedal Dodd. fan. They are my favorite pedals to collect. I have loads. Um, just as a little uh, flex, I've just bought a few weeks ago the Dirty Robot synth pedal. Um, haven't even unboxed it yet because I went straight to England. So I'm so excited to plug that in <laughs> after the show. But yeah, Cortec. Um, you might know Cortec from brands such as... <clears throat> Dan can't say this, but I can. Ibanez Premium Line and Comparable, <clears throat> PRS SE Line, Squire, GNL Tribute, Gretsch, Avalon Loden, Sterling by Music Man, Schechter, Strandberg, EVH, and Jackson. They build, and Court, of course, they build all those guitars over in the Cortec factories. Um, 
And now they own Digitech DoD. Bought it from Harman Samsung, Correct. which... Didn't any they, opinions, chaps? Any any knowledge that you want to drop? Does it sound good? Then I'm in. <laughs> you know, that's all I need to know. If you're a Digitech or DoD fan, then I think they're going to be better off with Cortec than they were with Harman, because Harman just stopped everything and upset they laid the off people all the that people, right? were in the company to begin with. They laid yeah. off all their all their developers, and uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of interesting to see how how it went because everyone was expecting Harman to to kind of revitalize the line and kind of you know get their return on invest, but nothing really happened. And so, you know, they basically just laid off people. And I was wondering whether Samsung did really know what they had because that's such an asset. Dot, dot pedals and the whammy for instance it's it's just such an iconic product that you can earn money just from that single product um and with with cortec i think it's interesting because a lot of people don't really know how how big cortec is i mean cort the the manufacturer they they produce maybe 1.3 1.4 million guitars every single year they produce several hundred thousand amps every year and it's a south korean company but they are all over various countries they are in um uh, Dalian, where they produce acoustic guitars. I've been there in that factory. It's a super neat factory. It's super tidied up. It's uh, modern, modern machinery. Uh, nice people, working conditions. From what, what I could see there, was was absolutely insane. I mean, had nothing to do with how you sometimes would envision or, or would would assume uh, Chinese production looks like. That was absolutely insane, and uh, also producing in Indonesia all the Indonesian models that we know from the electric guitar segment. And it's just mm. like a well-running machine, and they must have earned a shitload of money throughout the last couple of years. So with bags full, they kind of probably look for diversifying their product portfolio. Because it's it's obviously the good years where you have to take all the precautions to get through the bad years. You know, and um, yeah, to me, it's an interesting move, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing new products from them seeing them maybe taking on new stuff and developers and, and take it from there because they have all the means that you need to, to kind of get digitech and and dot on the on the map again i hope so and i hope they bring back some of the necessary people such as tom cram who was one of the best designers of the pedal ranges for dod for sure oh. um but just so you know, everybody, I have a pre-buyout whammy, you know, so it's obviously worth a lot more now. Um, <laughs> just like those pre-buyout Mesa Boogies and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. So hold on to those. They're going to be worth a lot soon. <laughs> Available now on Andy's Reverb Shop. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm holding back. I'm waiting, waiting for the wait, waiting for Josh Scott to do a video. So really push those numbers up. <laughs> I, you yeah. know what? When when I, I saw that one comment and one guy was was kind of posting under the news, uh, I imagine um, Tom Morello uh, driving to all the guitar stores to, <clears throat> to collect all the leftover whammies. You know, <laughs> you joke. I did that. That's the reason I bought the Digitech a few months ago because I I heard something through the grapevine that something was happening and I thought right. I better buy a whammy because I don't have one. Well, I maybe um, have to do the same thing. I don't have one, or I have one somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Does Andertons have one in stock? Well, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out right now. Find out, man. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody else do it. Nobody go to Andertons.co.uk and And uh, buy a whammy whammy in the next five minutes. We probably don't because we never have. 
right. Yeah, they're never no. here. Out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. So, nope. That, that's always been the way. They're not, the ricochet, any, anything is never in stock. So, hopefully it will be. You know, hopefully that's what they're well, going to do. Well, you and I can talk after the show, if you like. I'm sure there's some kind of arrangement <laughs> you and I can make. Yeah, that, if, if there's anything I need, it's another pedal. That's for sure. I need I need that. Just don't know, I just need it, you know. Absolutely. Everybody does. I mean, jeez. <laughs> right, let's talk about gear. We've got gear picks of the week. Um, I'm not sure, Pete, if you if you chose a favorite gear pick of the last seven days. If not, we've got you covered. Or like if a picture. Did, um, just a piece of gear that was released in the last seven days. Um, don't tell us now. Keep it under your hat. You don't. I'm not putting you on the spot, but you've now got some time to think about it. If there was something released, um, and I will do mine first, and then Dan will do his, and then we'll go to our guest, Mr. Pete Honore, to um, to find out if he's picked anything, and maybe it's a Digitech whammy. Uh, Andy's <laughs> <laughs> pick of the week. My pick of the week is Billy Corgan's new signature <laughs> signature Z1 or Z1 as they're probably saying from Reverend. I I saw this guitar before I knew what it was. I just saw the picture and it absolutely made my eyeballs want to go out and party. I, I love the design. I've played the first Reverend Billy Corgan signature. I thought that was good. Uh, I'm a massive fan of Reverend guitars and all the things they do. This one looks brilliant. It's uh, available in two colors. Uh, it's like a um, charcoal. Uh, what are they calling it? Uh, I should have should have guessed this first. Uh, but it's got it's got railhammer pickups. It's a string through body. It's got low profile knobs, so they don't get in the way whilst you're strumming your fuzz pedals. Uh, the body's chambered. It's an alder body, which I know Reverend is very famous for doing Karina bodies, but this one's alder. Uh, roasted maple neck, which I think most of their necks, if not all, are, are roasted maple. Um, 22 frets, 10 to 46 strings, 1,799 US dollars. Thank you. Looks good. Quite a lot of money, but it is quite a lot of guitar. What do you reckon, Pete? Yeah, it looks great. I mean, it looks like uh, it looks like the the Fender did that, um, like a Strat with a telly kind of neck on it, didn't they? Sort of with that. Do you, do you remember the uh, what they have like a? Oh. It's a Strat body, but with it with a telly neck on it, and it had that sort of no. It had like a, it had the similar kind of um, similar where, where the fifty one, the fifty one. Yeah, yeah, and it had telly pickups in it, but it had but it had like this this um, scratch plate that went all the way up the horn and then down, you know. Correct. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. A little bit like that. I like it. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, but it's got Reverend's own take on it. Um, do you yeah. do Reverend guitars at Anderton? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, good guitars. Are you um, are you a fan? Yeah, I like them. I like them. I mean, there's so many guitars at the moment. You know, we get to we play so many guitars all the time, and there's so many new models and so many new uh, brands that are coming. Um, you know, builders, and they're all incredible. Um, but yeah, they they're good guitars, and and they always sound nice, and they always play nice, and they always look nice, and you know. It's as something that that is not like every, anything else, which I really enjoy. When there's a guitar that might be have got a slightly different shape or a slightly different take on something, that's always just a, a refreshing, you know. That it's not just a telly or not just a strat or not just a Les Paul or you know that is something that well we're going to do this to our guitar and then you know a story is always 
you know, something more than just a, a piece of wood with a piece of wood on it, basically. <laughs> You've just defined my life there, Pete. That's, that's exactly, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that story's running through my, my blood. Uh, it also <laughs> links nicely to, to what we're talking about, purple guitars later on, because it was Billy Corgan who said that the color of paint on the guitar affects the tone as well. So um, we're going to find out if that's that, yeah. true later on. We're going to find out if it's true. I, I suspect it might be, but I'm I'm kind of in the middle of 50-50 right now, but I'm sure Pete's going to school us. Dan, what do you reckon of my pick, the, the new Z1 from Reverend? I got to say, I was surprised. I wouldn't, no, I wasn't surprised that you picked it, but it, it kind of, that it was your number one pick. That, that surprised me, and I'm, I'm totally digging looks. Um, you got to give props to them for all the etching they do, the Railhammer pickups. They come with that beautiful mm. uh, stars and, uh, you know, Billy Corgan kind of signature etching. That custom artwork. Also, it's an aluminum uh, pickguard. I mean, that's that's the best. Oh, you know. Okay. That's, that's, you know, it looks it, it looks very plasticky. Uh, but if you if you take a closer look on the more detailed images, you can you can see it's aluminum, and that's pretty cool. And also, I mean, Andy, you know me well. Alder is always my pre uh, preferred choice of wood. So uh, seeing them go with a does it make a difference though? Chamber chamber alder body. <laughs> Don't go there, Pete. Oh. Don't go there. <laughs> We're live. We're live. Don't go there. Bring it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. The question is, is the color or the wood more uh, more dramatically affecting the tone? That's the, the question. Colors? I think We're it's going to answer it later. Yeah. Midnight black and silver freeze. Midnight black and silver freeze. Thank you, Dan. I, I've, the names escaped me. <laughs> Welcome. All right. Well, in a minute, Pete, we're going to play a game called Buy, Borrow, or Burn, which is like, like Mario Kill. And okay. you have to buy one of these picks, you have to borrow one of these picks, and you have to burn one of these gear picks. Ooh, okay. Go so on. It's, it's nothing. We're not, we're not actually going to not actually going to burn anything because neither are we going to buy anything or borrow it. Or we, we could possibly <laughs> borrow one, but um. I'm probably not going to buy one of these. I'll be straight up. But um, it's just a game, everybody. Okay, so don't get offended if someone burns something you like. Mm -hmm. Just don't burn my reverend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> does, it, does, it it you, is, uh, does it give you some Meteora what, what, vibes? Wait. Yeah, yeah a little bit. bit. Yes, little bit. yes, absolutely. Yeah, let's put it back on screen. Meteora 51. Um, I think it's more the 51, the, the Telestrat or whatever it's called the, from, yeah. yeah. For me, I think if it had the telly pickups, then it would be absolutely 51 inspired. But it's kind of Meteora 51 because the Meteora has the uh, humbuckers. The humbuckers. Yes. I like saying Meteora because it's like meat. It's like a pizza. Like, it sounds like a pizza. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Meteora in large. <laughs> yeah. Meteora and chips, please. <laughs> right, Dan, your pick of the week, sir. Somebody's been in logic there, and uh, with that music, anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 and added some random vocals. Absolutely, it's great. <laughs> Dan, your pick of the week, mate, what is it? Yeah, my pick of the week is the new Orange Marcus King MK Ultra Amplifier. It's a signature amplifier for Grammy Award-winning artist Marcus King, and uh, Orange has stated it's built in the USA, so uh, this is a first for the company. Um, they have designed it to accommodate Marcus's playing and what I, you know, the amp itself. You, you know, it's a small wattage, 
full tube amp, so you know that it's nothing so spectacular about it. But why I picked it is basically, can you can you show the front plate again? It's ridiculously yep. simple. They basically yeah. narrowed it down to just treble, bass, and volume, and that's it. And I completely love the concept. They dialed it in to, to kind of have like a sweet spot, whatever setting you kind of choose. And if it works well, I think it's ingenious because there are a lot of people, you know, you know I'm in love with Boogie. And I, I play Boogie all the time. But I was driving the, the guy at the uh, the sound engineer always mad when I came to, to the venue. And I had to dial in everything from scratch because different venue, Boogie didn't work. It sounded like crap. So you had to set it all back and dial it, redial it in. To get a proper sound and with that amp that could be that kind of plug in and play amp for the next generation that is a little bit you know blues oriented so i just like that you know i don't give a, i don't give an f approach that's just i really like that i dig it i dig it hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i'll be honest i i rarely change the eq on my amps anyway so you know and it's that's the sound guy's problem as far as i'm concerned <laughs> No, I have an e. I have an EQ pedal, so if I want to change my EQ, I, I generally use the EQ pedal, and then maybe I want to knock something back a little bit. But honestly, the tone, you know, doesn't change that much. Not that I'm gigging much at the moment, but um, but yeah, I I, I dig that hard. Pete, would you would you gig with that amp? Um. <sighs> I think it's very. I, I mean, it's it's the name is a bit controversial, isn't it? Wasn't there something about MK Ultra was a thing that the CIA did where they, with a lot of you know, Google it, Google MK Ultra. Oh yeah. So I think yeah, I was listening to another podcast and that that was a special episode on MK Ultra. Yeah, I think, didn't even I think, didn't even register. No, I think the name is a little controversial. You know. Um, I mean, I don't want to go anywhere, but if somebody said you you do you don't want to do a, a Holocauster, you know, offend the Holocauster or something like that. Whoa. No, no, but I know, but, but what I'm saying is it's the same thing because it's that yeah. it's that that's the MK Ultra was just as bad. Right, you know, it was just as bad. Apparently, it was I had no bad. idea. So no, but so if you if you if you go, that's as bad it is. You know, it's just as bad. So I, but I mean. I, I don't know, you know, I'm not a fan of Orange Amps. Uh, they do a thing, they do really well. I, it's not for me, I like a clean platform for my, for my and with a bit of reverb, this one doesn't have any reverb in it. Uh, and I think maybe for gigging, I would like, if I were using an amp, I would probably have something a little bit more higher headroom, so maybe 100 watts or something, uh, okay. or at least two, a 240 watts amps or something that was, so you can have a little bit more headroom to push a little bit more. Pedal what is the headroom it. on the on the orange? It's only forty. Oh, what's the watts, wattage? Think, sorry, is it twenty or is it forty? It's it's thirty. Thirty, 30 watts. watts. So so 30. which means that as soon as you start gaining, turning that big volume up, it'll it'll crank really quickly. And as far as I could hear from the stuff that I've seen online, you know, it's, it sounds it distorts um, almost the fussy kind of orangey type thing quite quickly. So you have to use your volume control, which is what he does. Which means, that, and it, at the end of the day, it's his signature amp. So he should be, yeah. you know, I mean, he, who cares? He's like, I love this. It's mine. It sounds great when I play it. If you want it, buy one. If not, then, hey, I still love it because it's my signature amp. That's, I've, got, I've got that with guitars. If you, if you buy signature guitars, you know, maybe try the one first that is not the signature. And then, oh, unless you're a massive fan of it, you know, like, like the Lowry mm -hmm. you've got in, in the background there, which is a beautiful guitar, amazing guitar. 
Um, sound a bit like Trump then. Amazing guitar, beautiful guitar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need to stop. But that, you know, so, but there's, um, I can't speak. I have a, I've got a, a sickness of overdrive pedal, right? Uh, and I mean, it doesn't say my name on the pedal anywhere. So I, I just like people oh, to true. have the, you know, I, I wouldn't have my name on it. I just, I would just like to have a, an overdrive pedal that even people that don't know who I am still likes the pedal just because it's a great overdrive pedal. It doesn't necessarily sure. need to have my name on it. That was kind of, that's the, that's the thing, you know. Um, but I, I don't think I would gig with that amp, to be honest, because I don't think it's versatile enough for what I would need it for. Uh, unless I was doing a very specific thing, uh, then maybe. Like a Marcus King tribute or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great. Well, player, I, I love the orange sounds. I love that edge, that fuzziness, that sort of easy doominess you can get, and that bluesy fuzz. Um, but I'm agreeing with you with the with the lack of versatility. But as you said, signature amp. So what do we know? Exactly. Nothing. That's what he wants. That's you know. That's what you want. So there you are. You know. That's what we worked on. And uh, I you, would. There we go. Uh, did you check the video of, of Marcus? Because that's yeah. the one thing that that, that kind of strikes me with the amp, or even like made me giggle, uh, that he's he's talking about the amp, and when he was young, he was he was you know not able to afford an amp, and then now here he comes with a US made amp that clocks in at three grand. That's kind of <laughs> a little yeah, bit funny. I, yeah, but that's but that's what it is, isn't it? You know, yeah. uh, that it, that's the thing with signature products, isn't it? It's it's there's a lot of them out there at the moment and i guess if you have if you do have a signature product then you it needs to be in my opinion if i'm going to stand by something like the dane which i use all the time in all the videos i wouldn't have a signature product unless i go i use that you know i use this product i use this uh you know i don't have a guitar but i've got the the the, the dane and then i use it all the time you know because what's the point in me you know i don't feel like it's genuine enough if I had a signature product that I wouldn't, that I wasn't happy with, and then brought it out and gone, hey, here, just give me some money. That's not why I thought this is really good, and I, I'm so proud of it that everybody, maybe not every, not everybody likes everything at the end of the day, you know. And pedals are kind of a, you know, one people buy a new pedal every month, you know, they put money aside maybe, and then they'll buy another pedal and another pedal. So that's a that's a bit of a different thing than a three thousand pound amplifier. Mm -hmm. um, I think. You know, I mean, that, the victory I have is not a sickness. So it's just slightly tweaked reverb in it. You know, it's this different reverb. So I wanted more reverb in it. And, and it's purple. You know, that, <laughs> that's the, you know, that's basically the difference. But if it's a sickness product, you have to stand by it, in my opinion. You know, like Josh Smith, for instance, or Lowry. They use their, they use their guitars. And that's what people, that's why, what it's for, you know. Sure. Yeah. It's just so, like the, the point I was making is more like that he's a, of course, his music is more tailored towards the older generation, for sure. And I'm pretty sure that people that would consider buying that amp are not necessarily the 16-year-old uh, up-and-coming guitar players. They probably listen to Polyphia or, or the, you know those kind of guys. But you know, the point I was ma I was I was making is that if, if you're a young player and you've been been there and and experienced that that you cannot afford an amplifier, it it kind of I think it's a it's a missed opportunity for him to kind of develop something that provides his tone at a very affordable price point for the next generation of blues yeah. players that is looking for a for a great amp. But that might um, come, you know, that might be a yeah, second. Sure. That, that so you know, like John Mayer did his Silver Sky, 
and then sure. and then two three years later down the line you know they've now done the the, the you know the se version of it mm -hmm. and then make it available for for, for people that, and I, I agree with that you know but it's not i think it's not always about doing it for the money you know that's i think a lot of uh, i think that's where if you can see people are happy with with the stuff that you can you know i did do the derpel which is a tone city pedal which is uh, we tweak the you know a tone city pedal but it's not a, it's not necessary it's more of a collaboration and it was it, it is available and it sound it doesn't sound like the dane because it's not the dane you know the dane is is a hand wired pedal but it's it's you know it gives a flavor and i i use it and it's a more affordable for for as you say people that uh, you know the 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 kids that can't or people that haven't got necessarily 260 quid to buy a, an overdrive pedal for mm -hmm. so 45 pounds is is more you know this is it's more possible for people to do that and i get that but it's not always about the money it's not for me it's not about the money it's just for me it's about seeing people getting inspired and you know i don't know about you but when when you see when we're playing and somebody goes oh i love you when you play or your instagram videos and they help me really to pick a guitar up and i want to i feel like i need to play and i need to learn that stuff and that's really important you know um that's you know that's I, that's why I kind of enjoy it. You know, um, so if it's a three thousand pound amp, if people want it enough, then then they will then they will find a way to to put the money together and, and buy it. You know, and I don't think there's no excuses saying oh that's too expensive. It's just do you want it enough? You know, do you want it? Sure. Do you, you know, at the end of the day, then sell something yeah. how or, much do you want it yeah exactly. how much do you want it you know do you do you really yeah. really want it then you know i remember that going and do paper rounds to to i wanted <laughs> a bike you know and then i just went to do my paper rounds and i cut grass until i had the money and i went to buy bought a bike you know and that's i think that's more then you appreciate it more when you have it right agreed so I, I get that a lot on my channel when I review slightly more expensive stuff or even pedals that are over a hundred bucks. And I, I just think, I don't want to be rude, but I think if you really want that thing, then, then you will find a way. Yeah. Um, but if we look on the other side, maybe Mark, uh, Marcus and, and orange, he, maybe he wanted a signature amp and then they said, why don't we make it available to the public? Um, like Justin Hawkins has the Laney, which is not actually really available, but you yeah. can, if you want, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe Marcus just wanted an amp, and if you want it, it's three grand. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, but and that's but, fine. Isn't yeah, it? And maybe there's a pedal, on, a pedal they, on the way down the line. It's the you know, it's the it's the demand there to make something that is more affordable for people, and then you know you you'll have a you can you can take a view, and you know at the moment it's probably not easy because of COVID still and the manufacturing here and there and getting stuff across, and it's all expensive. So maybe the manufacturing is not easy at the moment, and his audience is probably bigger in america so that's why they might maybe have made it over there and so they don't have to make it somewhere else mm. and then ship it over and you know there's, there could be a lot of things that we don't really i mean i just want to play guitar man <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty simple isn't it yeah actually at the end of the day you know but that's a good point that's a good yeah. point maybe they are building them in the us because this target group is basically there yeah and somebody's talking about jared james nichols and a black star you know and that's a very reasonable price and yeah. he uses it and that's that's great and he He's, you know, I, I think it's an okay amp, but he makes it sound great. It's not, mm -hmm. when he plays, he's like, yeah, man, it sounds fucking brilliant, you know. Um, but when I play it, it's just not my kind of thing. So, you know, but 
that's just because it's his signature thing. So that's sure. whoever said that. Can't read it. I'm too blind. I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> that was who was it? It is Krena. Krena from yeah. Krena's YouTube channel. Hey Krena. Um it's Krena. By the way, great, great new hair hairstyle. There we go. Krena. It's even on the screen now if people want to read it. But um absolutely, but well, Krena had a haircut. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks like, awesome. A massive haircut. Like all the hair's gone, just very, very short. Yeah, he looks sleek. So, he uh, says it was an accident, did. but I'm not sure. I, I think he looks <laughs> awesome. So maybe maybe there'll be a video on his channel. I don't know. Check out Krano's channel. It's a good one. <laughs> it really, really is. Right, Pete, do you have a favorite piece of gear from roughly the last seven days? <sighs> I mean, I know there's some really cool stuff coming out that I can't really talk about properly, but um, I think what, what is really cool recently yeah, don't, has don't talk been... Don't huh? No, no, no. Um, there's, there's the, the new... Um, and that's not because of, I use it, but the new, there's, Victory has brought out the new little V4 guitar pedals. I don't know if you've seen those. No. So it's a little, it's a little, mm -hmm. it's a little guitar pedal, mm -hmm. but it's 180 watts. Yes. Amp. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's class D, but it's got five uh, tubes in there, and then it's also got um, it's got built-in two notes. So you've got a, a, um, a an XLR output, and you got you got access to the two note. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, what's it called? Remote. Uh, and you can you can load up all the cabinets and everything. Plus, it's got headphones. It's got a, yeah. it's got an effects loop. It's got nine volt power out, and it's got um, you know they do one of each of the amps. So they do the Dutchess, they do the the Kraken, everything, but in in small pedal form. So it's about that big, you know. And you can you can run a two by twelve, four by twelve cap with it as well, and they sound really really good, and. You know, it's a it's a tube, so it's got that that feeling of actually being not like a. You know, you see all these little amp, these little pedals, and then it's got a wall vault to power it up properly and stuff. This is a proper you know IC cable in, and and I've been using it, and I think it's really really good, and it fits in the front of a gig oh, bag, wow. you know. Mm. So and also, if you just want to silent record at home with it, you can do that. It's and got, what price did you say these are? I'm not sure exactly. I think they're about seven ninety nine or something like that. So, a pounds. Um, I think it's they, four, they should be. What is it? No, no that's the, yeah. that's the preamp. So it's got it's yeah. it's called a V4 pedal. Um, I don't know if the you can. Yeah, it's four hundred euros. No, no, no. That's that's just the preamp pedal. All right. Okay. Okay. So you're so talking then, about the whole. Unit. Yeah, it's, it's called a V4 amp uh, pedal amp. Right. All right. Okay. So you know, it's like it's like a it's like what can you say like the G20 from Rev, you know, where it's got all the stuff built into it, but it's just a small, little, pedal platform kind of thing on it. So I don't have mine here, but, but it's it's really cool. And if you you know, I run it at home with a 112 cap, and just with a little pedal board and jam, and it's it's loud because you got 180 you know watts, um, and then because of that, the 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 those tubes that are inside of valves this is really it's great sounds great takes pedals well and the di the IR sound great you know all the two note stuff is the same mm -hmm. so great 
yeah, I think that's that's quite cool. But there's a lot of new cool stuff coming. <laughs> are you are you involved? Like because maybe we, we can just take on there and uh, are you involved in any kind of product development and beta testing for for Victory? A little bit, yeah. I, I you know they, they tend to ask just. I mean we get we get that uh, often not not all the time, but we get often that people will bring us products and go you know in before have you got any ideas and what do you think about this and you know should we can you just give us some pointers on what you think about this product and what where can we go with this yeah so so. That, that happens, you know, people send stuff ahead of, of launch and, um, you know, that's, I'm always happy to help if there's anything we can help with, you know, people ask about, you know, yeah, what do you think about this and can you write me down some stuff? It'll take me, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes to look through something or listen to something or, so I'm happy to help, you know, um, have, have my, if they want my opinion on something, I'm happy to, to help out, you know. That's no good. skin off my nose, as they say. Cool. Well, I, I've played it. <clears throat> Being over in Europe, I don't get to play much of the Victory stuff, but they have some in Vienna, and I'm going there in a couple of weeks, so I will make sure that I get my hands on one of the little... Uh, probably the Kraken is the one I want to try most. Yeah. I mean, I got the Kraken amp as well, and I think it's just... They, you know, they got Martin Kitt um, to develop all that stuff, and it's, it's just he just does a great job, you know, and there's a lot of testing going into it, and um and he knows gain like no one else you know um and he's also good at listening to when you say when i put everything at 12 o'clock i want it to sound in a certain way and then he'll, he'll go back and take back and forth you know um and that's you know that's how i run run my i'm like 98 percent of the time it's just everything at 12 o'clock oh, wow. yeah. andy are you having a storm in your place because you're you've gone back to minecraft we are having a little bit of a storm today. Um, I, I can hear a <laughs> severe lag, so I'm I'm being quiet a little bit. There, there's obviously nothing I can do, um, but the show <laughs> will go on, and I'll just sit here. It should it should fix itself in about five minutes when people stop watching Netflix in my village. So um, I have disabled the Wi-Fi in my house, so I'm the only one on my internet right now. That's Netflix, yeah, in, Netflix in the countryside. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of Andy's family is sitting in the living room with a book while he's he's doing the live stream. <laughs> Turn all the lights off and a fire going and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Stop watching stuff. I'm trying to do a show. <laughs> all right. There's a couple of hamsters running in one of those wheels. Yeah. All right. Um, well. I think it's time that we, we stopped talking about gear, gentlemen, and decided on who has the best gear. But Dan, I think you should take this this week because I'm just going to be pixelated and possibly away. So um, we're going to do uh, buy, borrow, or burn. Buy, borrow, or burn. <laughs> All right. Well, buy, borrow, burn. Uh, for everyone who's new or even for Pete who's, uh, who jumped in so spontaneously, Rules are super simple. Each of us has to pick one product that he's going to buy, one product that he would possibly borrow, and one product that he will burn and never ever look at it again. Um, usually, we either we pick for each other, so maybe we do it the same way. So, Pete, for for whom do you want to guess? Oh, so what? I just guess. What, what, what do you mean? Like, so I just so you, I you guess what Andy would pick or what what I would pick. 
Oh God, I'd, it does. I'll pick. I'll do Andy. All right. <laughs> what, so are these the three products we've looked Finally. at now, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So he would he would buy the Correct. the Reverend, right? And he would borrow the Victory and burn the orange. Oh no! Hang on. No, he would buy. He Boom! would borrow the orange 100%. and burn the Victory. <laughs> no, you got it. I did it. I got it. You got it. You got it straight in first well, time. Okay, good. There you go. <laughs> yes. Burn the orange. Yeah, good. <laughs> wow. Poor Marcus. Yeah, King. sorry, Orange. Sorry, Charlie Cooper, if you're watching, but it, you know, these happen. It's, it's just, just how it happens. Part of the rule. All right. Am I, am I seriously lagging, or is no, it, good now. is it workable? You're good now. No, it's back. Okay. Good. Good. Um, okay, I'll go for Dan, and then Dan, you go for Pete. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think that Dan would. Ooh, that's tough. I don't know if Dan's got three grand to spend on an amp that he probably wouldn't use. Money, no optic, right? I think Dan would. Hmm. Hmm. I think Dan would buy the Reverend. Borrow the orange, burn the victory. That's what I think. Tension. He's thinking. Yeah. We're not we're not yeah. frozen. He's thinking. Yeah, <laughs> no. I think that's what I'm or yes. I would probably burn the Marcus King M because I already have a lot of M's. Borrow the Reverend. And grab that Pia and run with it. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> Can't break the rules of your own game. That's not. That's cheating. <laughs> cheating. 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 No, you got it right. You got it right. Hundred percent. Great. Thanks very much. I think the picks are right. quite easy this week. Usually we have very strong contestors, uh, contestants, but this week it's it's very niche and very specific. So it's it's kind of easy. On the other way, um, for Pete, I think hundred percent he would he would buy the victory because it's basically you know the company he's got a signature champ with and uh you know they probably season it to his taste as well he would borrow the reverend just to see if uh, there is such thing as tone wood or tone lacquer <laughs> and he would burn the marcus king amp and uh, never look after it again yeah how's that well it's yeah but i was then thinking would i buy the orange just because it's so different from anything else i have and then I've got the victory already, so I would might borrow the the I might borrow uh, I might borrow the reverend, and then you know I wouldn't burn the amp because that's just sad. But I would maybe donate it to charity instead. Um, oh. <laughs> but otherwise, you're right. Yes, otherwise you're right. <laughs> within, within the confines of the game, we're not actually burning anything. It's just no. Just, yeah, I know. Just, but you're you know, right then. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. get every get all of it if you can. Maybe not the orange yeah. M. I think it's a bit too expensive. You know. But I'm I'm looking forward <laughs> to trying it out though. Yeah. If we will, if we. I'm looking forward to watching a video of you trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is rubbish. It's too expensive. No, I never say that. I never say that. But you can tell most of the time, you know, I think. But I think we, the, uh, the fact is we don't charge money for any of our videos. 
uh, also really does help that we can have an opinion about things. You know, there's no point in doing videos on something. Well, that you, you, you've opened a very dangerous door there, my friend. Yeah, I know. But the, the fact is, we, we don't because we're stall, right? I know you all you all into this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, if you are getting paid, you should say you're getting paid. That's fine. But Anderson's is not getting paid for it. You know, it's, it's all it's all a, a marketing thing for this for the shop. And we will do videos on whatever we want to do videos on. Uh, whenever we want to do videos on it, whenever we think it's a good time to do it. And, you know, uh, in, in doing all of that, we can have an opinion about things, you know. We can, we can say, I don't necessarily like this bit, or I'm not a fan of this, but this is really cool, but this is not so great. Or we can choose not to do a video on stuff, you know, if, if that's, if, if, if it's, if sometimes it's worth not doing a video on something, you know, than, than doing a video on something and the video isn't great on the product. You know what I mean? So it's better to like we did the we did that Vox Mini Go. I don't know if you watched that. If any of you watched that video, this like little Vox Mini Go amp that it's got a looper built in. It's got a microphone built into it. And we were like, we haven't done a video on this stuff, so we do it. And it was sitting around for like three weeks or something. And we went, ah, it's just a little little amp, and you know, with the battery in it, and you can take it out. And it's like, what are we gonna do with this thing? You know, can we do something? And and then the video turned out like. Because I had a microphone and I did this little song and I looped myself doing some like vocal stuff and then I looped some guitar <laughs> in and some bass, and it just set the whole tone for the video, and it didn't necessarily had lots of views the video. I don't know how many views it has now, but it was just the whole vibe of the video was just so great that actually, you know, it was it, we why didn't we do that before? But it was just let's just do it and see what happens, you know. Um, but you know, so we can pick and choose whatever we want. But we did set it aside because we didn't know. Oh, so we, you know, is it worth us doing a video on it, or maybe yeah. not? Just leave it because it seems like it's selling okay and people are happy with it, and you know. Yeah. Um, so we just, I think, we just need to do something on stuff that really inspire, that is inspiring to people and to us, to so you can see the general, the general thing. You know, when we, that we actually genuine. Um, happy and excited about it, you know. Um, and for us, in the long run, if you film four videos a day, not every day, but most days, you have. If you want to maintain that, you know, the, <laughs> the mental, just I, if we're doing an intro jam and an outro jam, and then playing in between mm -hmm. it, you have to come up with eight different jams in, in a day, you know, loops or whatever it might be. There's a lot to to, to take in and keep, and then you have to edit it all afterwards. So. Um, there just has to be something to keep you <laughs> going, and you know. Um, and there you go. I had a, it was fantastic. So, it was so fun at the end of it, you know. Um, I haven't I haven't seen it, but I am now going to go and watch it. I haven't even heard of the product, so no. But and I mean, neither had I. I don't know, get a chance to I. watch other people's videos. Exactly, and I I rarely watch YouTube because I do it all day long, you know. Um, but it was just that's the downside. Fun. It was just a great little. At the end of the uh, afterwards, we were like, this is just, it was so much fun, you know, and we weren't expecting that at all. So I am, um, I, I, I don't want to fall out or argue, <laughs> but, and I didn't want to jump down your throat, but I have to say that everything you just said, I operate with the same, same feeling. I don't do videos I don't want to do, I do charge money to do reviews. Because yeah. I don't get paid by a shop to make the videos. I do say what I want to say. So what you've just said about the way you operate your videos at Anderton's, it's exactly the same for me. And yeah. most, I want, I'd love to say most other YouTuber gear reviewers, 
it's not for everybody. Not everybody. Oh, but that's, uh, that's you know you you have to you know if you get paid money to say something nice about, about a product or write something nice in a in a review in a magazine or whatever, that's what that's what it is, isn't it? You know. So at the end of the day, if that's your if that's your, the way you make your living, and then you know what can you say? You know, I I've got my own channel as well, and I you know I don't charge money for it. I've just decided I don't want to do that, but I want to film videos whenever I feel like I want to, and. Of course, if somebody gifts something, you know, you, you know, what can you do other than say thank you very much? And then, yes, I, of course, I will do it. You know, um, yeah, which is always nice to get and, and very privileged to to be able to get some free gear. Sometimes, you know, you know, it's very. I've never thought that was going to happen. You know, you can be on tours and play in front of eighty thousand people, and you still have to buy your own strings. You know. Uh, and then you are on YouTube and then, you know, you get pedals you know, or whatever. <laughs> and that's just the way, that's just the way it is now, you know? Um, um, and I think luckily for, for, for a lot of musicians that there is the YouTube and there is Instagram and there is the whole world has opened up that actually we, we, when there's a quiet period in touring, we can do other things, not just touring and go and do gigging. Cause we can't do that you know every day for the for a whole year it's just impossible to to have the, your calendar booked like that especially the last two years it's been terrible so we have to find other ways of, of making money if that's making uh, demo videos on youtube or if it's doing stuff or lessons or whatever it might be then that's what we have to do you know and that's the, that's the way i i turned like if i hadn't had this for the last two years we were you know i won't I've got three kids and all sorts of, you know, it, it would it just have to, um, some, you know, and you just have to be proactive with it. You know, you can't sit at home going, oh, I don't have any jobs and I don't have any gigs because if you're not out there, it's not going to just fall in your lap. You know, that you have to say yes to everything. And anyway, now I'm just, I'm <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's, sorry, Dan. No, no, I, I, I just want to add that I think it's on, completely on point. I never really got the concept of watching a video where a product is just being trash talked. You know, where's the point in in, in, in just talking badly about a product? I, I don't want to see that. I want to see videos that inspire me. And if, if there's a product that is capable of doing a certain certain sounds, then uh, as a as a capable musician, you're you can you can get a good sound of almost every pedal. And then it's up yeah. to, the, to the actual audience and to the viewer to decide, is it for me or is it not for me? Is and, it honest uh, as well? You know, that's, that's a lot of it. You know, you need to create uh, with your audience. You need to exactly. find the, you know, you need to, they need to trust you that you are not, you know, I am the same in real life as I am on screen, maybe dialed down a tiny bit on the screen, but I am more <laughs> or less the same person. And I don't see any reason to change myself because that's otherwise why, if you don't like me, then fine. I mean, like Rob Chapman says, you know, he's a he, again, he's a he's a guy, but he says I'd rather 50 people hate me and 50 people love me than 100 people never heard of me. Mm-hmm. And in that in this industry, that's sure. that's a really good thing to say because you you know that's basically what you want, you know, uh, and that's what the people that you make videos for or your product reviews or whatever you might do, you know, it's a difficult one to get into as well because you have to be. If you want to start a YouTube channel now, you have to. It's just constant. It's every day and it's full on and it's. It's busy, and the first year, maybe two years, you might not make any money at all, and you know you you might, you know, I still sit up to do videos, to edit videos late at night sometimes, you know, um, just to keep up with it. Um, mm. And that's just, you know, if you want it, 
then you have to put in the work like anything i guess you know um and that's that's why some people succeed and some others don't uh, some others don't yeah some to speak don't. <laughs> some don't um no but exactly what we were saying about affording the the marcus king amp if you want something enough yeah. you will succeed if you yeah. if you there won't be a point where you say that's too much i can't do this anymore or if yeah. there is then you didn't want it enough in the first place exactly yeah. the same as like being in a band i've been in a few bands that were really really good and we thought we were going to go really far we didn't want yeah. it enough we we quit you know we didn't want it yeah. enough uh oh, it's the same with being a session musician you know you could the, the thing is you know even if you think you are as you're good enough to do that gig that the, the other guys got and you stand and go i can do that gig that's not that's not how you just need to you need to really just wait it's like sta stand in line and wait till you're it's your turn basically and if you're good enough and you're a cool enough guy and and if you're the right place at the right time then it'll come to you you know you just you can you can put it out there you know you put it out in the universe going this is what i would like to do now and then you go to jam yeah. nights and you you know you put yourself out and on instagram is uh, is a is a great place for all that stuff you know uh, that you now have got a platform that you can actually some people do get gigs from um, which I never had because I didn't even have a mobile phone back then when I started, you know, but it was still, it was still, um, you know, I, when I moved to Copenhagen, it's straight, still out, straight out there the first night, you know, put my stuff, get the guitar in the back, down to a jam night somewhere and then just jam. And there was every Monday, Tuesday and just jam. And then people just go, Hey, do you want to do a gig? Yes. Great. Chat, chat. And then that was it, you know, um, but you can't sit at home and wait for it to happen, you know? Um, and then, I guess with the whole YouTube and the Instagram thing, you know, you can if you can do a hundred takes and then put the best take up there, and then is that you know, are you then ha, can you then sit down and have a blues jam with someone, you know, or, or can you do something, or can somebody go, this this song is in A, let's do it, and then you just play along and hear what's going to happen next, you know, there's you know, instead of doing you're doing that and you're looking on Instagram going, that's amazing. And then let's have a jam. Oh God, I can't do that. I don't jam. I've never played with a band yeah. before. So it's, there's there's such there's different. The musicianship is going different directions now. I feel <laughs> a little bit like you know, where's the new Nirvana? And oh, no, I'm just going to plug into my little, uh, interface at home and listen to some. You know, it's not the same as a four by twelve Marshall stack with a drummer, and you don't get the same feeling. It might sound the same as a Marshall, but it's just not. It doesn't give you that whole reality and that sort of reaction with other people and musicians sitting at home it doesn't make sense i don't know but it's you know for the young musicians are not even in a band they just want to be an instagram or youtuber which is fine is that it's fine but i just feel like you're missing that interaction with with the musicianship and the feeding of other people and feeding other musicians and the vibe and you know, I remember standing and playing the same song for an hour and a half in a little re rehearsal room in a basement somewhere, just playing blues for an hour and a half with my friends, you know, back back in the day. And then just coming out afterwards going, amazing. And we were probably shit, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> but we lived on that. It was just the bus was just going like you know, the whole day afterwards. The next day it was like, so great, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, it's a different approach. I think nowadays, if you if you look at the new generation, I, I feel you, but, and I, I think the take from my take of it is you miss out on something. Yeah. But 
if I may, if I'm sorry, we are having we're having a bit of a lag, yeah. But if I if I uh, just may jump in here, I think the new generation they are also playing the the lick or the riff or the song for two hours, but they only post the thirty seconds or the minute that is the best. So that's maybe the difference that they don't expose themselves in a way that that. Uh, for instance, Pete has done in, in the past. You know? Which is fine, you know, which is fine. I, I just, I'm a believer in, in if you make a mistake, that you will learn from that mistake. You know, that's why if you, see, if you watch the Anderson's videos and the jams we have, you know, that's the jam, that's the first jam. And if there is a mistake in there, unless it's a really bad one, then we'll just leave it in, you know. And if there's, when we're playing the instruments or the guitars and listen to stuff, if there is any, whoa, oh God, I didn't get, it doesn't matter because it's, it's, you learn from those mistakes and it's real, it's real. You know, and I, from my own experience being a session musician, when you're out and doing a gig or you're rehearsing, and if you do one big mistake on a stage with a lot of people and you, you know, if you do one mistake, you'll never make that mistake again. Nobody's going to have to tell you. You don't have to tell me afterwards that I've effed up that chord in that song because I, trust me, there was 35,000 people watching me do <laughs> when it was just me and the singer. I'm never going to do that again, right? So you that's how it works you know it's it's uh, the most <laughs> stuff that i do when i jam is just me going record and then i just do a jam you know uh, with the loops or whatever i do and I, it's just i try to be as real as possible and it's me you know i'm not trying to be you can only be the best you you can be you can't be the best john mayer or the best stevie ray or the best they've or steve Vai or whoever they've been there already you know you want to find yourself and be you you know um yeah, I can't be Dave Gilmore. It's just I can only be the best Danish Pete, you know. Yeah, agreed. That's that's me. So, but I don't know. It takes a it takes a long time to get to that point, you know, realizing that you don't have to necessarily, if you want to play as a session guy, all you have to do is not very much, because if you start <laughs> doing all this stuff and that stuff, if they don't need it, you you're not gonna you're not gonna stay there. If that's that's the fact, mm -hmm. you know. They want a G, E minor, C, and a D, and then maybe they want a, a C to an A minor, whatever. And if you play something else, then and it's not supposed to be played, then you get somebody else that does that, who's younger, who charges less money, and is better looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Shall we go down the route of, of Pete's guitar story a little bit? Because uh, you know the, the show itself is is. Uh tailored around the idea of, of, of talking about and, and telling your very personal guitar story. And uh, I, I read that you started playing like around the age 11. Yeah, yeah, I was 11, yeah. yeah. What, was, what was the point where you decided, okay, I want to do that for a living? When I was 11. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, I, I think I think I just picked the guitar up with a random, when uh, it's, I went to a very tiny school, uh, 50 students, in the whole school, you know, and, and we've got 10 classes and it was like a little private sort of set up school by some, some hippie parents, you know, they just set up their own school. They wanted to get out and do some more, some more sort of, um, it was very sort of aimed at arts and music and, you know, the kids could just be kids a, a little bit more. And uh, we had this um, sort of weekend camp and there was a guitar sitting. One of the parents had brought a guitar and I picked it up and he taught me a few chords and, I was just hooked on it and then he gave me some lessons and by the time I was 12, 13, I was in the first, my first band and I just thought that this is just, I just wanted to play guitar kind of thing, you know. Um, 
never thinking, oh, I'm going to be Mark Knopfler or I'm going to sound exactly like Jimi Hendrix or I'm going to... I never went like, oh, Stevie Ray. Oh, and I didn't do that, but I listened to a lot of different players. And, you know, my parents played Beatles all the time and Rolling Stones and, you know, Jimmy and all of it. It was all there on records. And I remember all that stuff. Um, but I never sort of honed in on somebody completely okay. you know, and sat down and learned to play exactly like one person, um, which, which can be good or bad. But I think, I think it's mostly good because you kind of, I just enjoyed music. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily have to be blues for me. It doesn't have to be. It could be classical. It could be rock. It could be. You know. It could be anything for me, as long as it's a good song. You know. I like Whitney Houston, and I. You know. I enjoy some. You know. Metallica, whatever. Sometimes, mm. um, and I can. I can enjoy a nice song and a nice melody, and and I can take from that the musicality from those things, and um, and then I just find it. I just find it. You know, I'm a very rhythm-based sort of player, guitar. I'm, I love the, the the rhythm and the feel. Then I, I sort of played drums for a little bit there in the beginning as well, because I found like the the I've got a cousin who's a really good drummer. His dad is an amazing drummer back in Denmark, and the fa the family on my mother's side, my grandfather is was a musician, and his brother, and they were all kind of musicians. And there's this kind of they all had this kind of inbuilt kind of metronome kind of groove going all the time. They were very, it's very sort of tight knit sort of little. And I sort of felt like that was my thing, that locking in with, with somebody, you know, that was very important to me and has been every, in every gig I've done. Um, it's mm -hmm. just to lock in with three or four chords instead of, and instead of, I didn't want to be the guy who did all that stuff. I just want to be, I just play two notes and everybody goes, oh, wow, what was that, you know? Oh, it's Pete playing. Yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can, if you can manage to play one or two notes and people go, yeah, that's that's him. Then you, I think, it's more impressive than somebody who can play a super quick lick that that everybody else can. I mean, it's impressive. All that I, I, you know, um, I just didn't have the patience to sit and practice it. <laughs> so, um, but I feel I feel music has always been more for me, and I just felt really it was really when I listened to the Beatles. Uh, the melodies and the chord changes and the, the way that they would just work together as a group, you know, it's just that all fascinates me a lot all the time, you know, to, to, to lock in with someone and do little things that little things here and there that just change the whole thing. You've got a drum beat and you can play that you can, there's all these little holes in music all the time and you can, and that's what makes the painting when you zoom out from it. You know what I mean? You've got all these little, and then, Oh my God, it's a picture of, have you seen those things with the pics or whatever and somebody does something and they zoom out from it and then all of a sudden it's just like a, a mosaic of a mosaic of stuff, you know. And I find that all really, really interesting, you know. And I just love I just love it. I just love it. Never stopped since then. So that's basically That's good. It's it's really encouraging to hear the this kind of similar story. We get a lot of guitar stories of just that passion and you genuinely obviously have that passion and and i must say that you are the best danish pete that i know let's just <laughs> let's make sure that everyone knows that no and, and the girls love it. you know that's that was the other thing when you get a little bit older you know then that guitar yeah. it's back then it was okay to play guitar for yeah. and to get the girls you know <laughs> and and you did so congratulations yeah i did got three of them now
Um, we've got a mess. We've got a question from someone in the live chat. This is a question from Patrick Carroll. Um, he says he's a massive fan, and he has a, a sort of technique question. I'm going to try and put it on the screen. There we go. He says, "I'm curious. Your hands. Whoops, it's gone. Clicking it once would be would be good. Here we go. Massive fan, Pete. I'm curious. Your hands seem a little smaller, like mine." How have you navigated wrapping your thumb around the neck like the maestro JM, John Mayer, I assume, for good support for bending vibrato? I mean, vibrato is really one of those. Um, it's almost like a voice signature in your playing. When somebody's got a great voice like Mariah Carey or you can hear them singing, people, some people can, you know, I feel like the, how you are as a person comes out in how you play guitar as well sometimes or how you are emotionally um, and wrapping the, the, the thumb, there's the, there it is. Um, I think a lot of, uh, the, 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 a lot of teachers tell you when they teach you to play guitar that you have to put your thumb behind like this, right? So that, oh, keep it there and then play that like that all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And I did that. So you can see this thumb does that like probably a lot of guitar players and the other one doesn't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just from that's just from putting that that pressure on the guitar for so many years that you know eventually you get a bendy thumb like that. But I think I think it's just it's just finding when you play guitar. I feel like a lot of people. How can I put this? I I haven't had fret changed on any of my guitars ever, right? Which means I play very very gently. On the guitar, I never, I never really press hard, uh, and I feel like if you, if you think that you need to press hard on all of it, I think you are losing a lot of, you're using a lot of sort of strength, and you know you have to relax a lot in 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 your playing and in your hands. So you can try it yourself, do a G chord, and then see how little you actually have to press down till you get the note, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then it's just it's just a matter of loosening up with your hands, and then eventually you know you'll get your thumb over. And some, as I said, some teachers will will kind of go, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" And they will slap your thumb back. And but it's it, there's nothing there's no right or wrong in playing guitar. There's just what you are, how you are comfortable. What are you comfortable with doing? Because eventually, if you keep playing and playing, you'll find yourself in and the way you like to do the vibrato, for instance. I think he's probably talking about this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you kind of, let's, kind put, of put uh, my, let's put you full screen for a second. Hang on. Um, you know, you, you'll kind of, you'll, if you put your thumb over to hold the vibrato, but you can also do that, you know, you can do it sideways. You know, you can do it in and out, actually. You know, you, there's a lot of ways to do it, but I think it's just a matter of getting, being comfortable with the guitar you have. And then, and then just play and play and play and play and play and play and play. And play. You know, and again, I don't think there is a right or wrong. Um, there's, there's, you know, repetition. I know repetition, repetition is really boring, but it, it is, you know, something that you do need to, to, to do, like just play the same scales to a metronome all the time. Um, and then it's getting inspired, you know, like watching other people play and listening to other people play. So you want to pick the guitar up and play, but play you, do you play your thing, you know, and then getting those little licks from, from people or whatever and then try to steal those things and then taking them into your playing and making them your own um and you know i'm not i'm not the big theory 
guy. I don't know a lot about it. I know what I think sounds right uh, and nice. And, um, you know, you can normally hear if something sounds bad. You know, you can normally hear if, if there's a bad sound in your solo and you go, I'm not going to play that again, you know, or you, or you play chromatically. You know, you'll just play chromatically. Um, I, don't, I, um, I mean, it's all about practice and being and just just getting inspired and play guitar. Just keep playing, you know. You know, whether it's sitting on the sofa watching a film or whatever, I just I'll I'll do it all the time, you know. And it doesn't <laughs> instead of oh, yeah. instead of practice your guitar, then play your guitar. I think, um, you know, play it because you know yes, do that a million times. It's it's you know. All that time, all that, all the way up and down, and doing your pencils, whatever it might be, that needs to be done as well. Uh, but you, you need to play the guitar, you know. To, it's like getting your driver's license. Here's your driver's license. Now go and learn to play to drive the car. You're not gonna, <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? You get your driver's license, you're in the car, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're just off. You go on your own, you know. Jesus Christ, what am I doing here? Then you need to go and learn. You need to go and learn it and see what's happening and be familiar with it. It's the same sort of thing, I think. I will never forget the first day I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! That's it. it. And it's the same one. You know, when if you you know, put yourself out there, do your little licks, put them on Instagram and see what people think. You know, don't be scared of it and, and take the criticism. You know, you do have to have thick skin in this day and age because it's all on Instagram and you are so exposed to everybody all the time. Um, and sometimes it's bad and sometimes it's good, you know, but sometimes it's it, so, you know, but um, don't let it, let it, let it encourage you to be better, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, easy sure. for me to say because I come from slightly a different generation and it wasn't all there and I just sort of sort of i did never knew that this was going to happen i mean there was this is not why i did this gig it was because i was living down the road and i didn't want to tour anymore i just wanted a a bit of a paying job you know um so you know here we are <laughs> seven years later has it been that long wow seven years since i since i started this yeah it's in september it'll be seven years it wow that that's that blows my mind. It really yeah. doesn't feel like more than no. four. And that's like 720,000 subscribers later, you know. So, which is not, which is a lot, but not in YouTube numbers. You know, you could have, if you use seven years and put all the effort in, then if, if you've done something else, maybe you'd have more. But it's quite impressive um, for, for what I think that we've achieved with it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Pete, can we can we move on to the purpleness? I have I have some purple questions. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, of course. I, I guess, but the only question I have, but it's a deep one, is: Do you really like purple guitars, or was it something you said and then you felt like you had to stick with it? I know, oh. no, no, no. Yeah, I know. I, I completely see what it is. So this this is this guitar is the one that started it all, right? This this the, this guitar, this the purple. Uh, I. You know, I, I was a Prince is one of my all-time heroes, uh, and of course he is purple. And I've always, in, I mean, I'm not, I've never had a favorite color as such. I just, I just think that colors, are, colors, are co- colors to me are nice. I like colors. But this guitar came in the store uh, secondhand about, oh, wow. about five years ago now, and um, I was just looking for a Telecaster, 
and because I wanted to buy a nice Telecaster because I, I started playing on a Tele way back when and I didn't, I had a, this black sort of Telecaster and, and I just wanted some, a nice custom shop one, you know, we, I've seen some here and I was like, I, need, I want a nice one. And then somebody said, oh, this, this, uh, you like Prince, right? Oh, purple Telecaster just come in secondhand, go and check it out, you know. And it was in the shop and um, I just picked it up and I was like, this is brilliant. I mean, it, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like I'm looking at the color going, oh, that's cool. Um, I picked it up and I just played it and I was like, this is, I need this guitar. It was literally immediate. And um, so it wasn't really the color. I thought it looked really cool, you know, but I didn't think about, oh, this is going to be something. So anyway, so I, so I posted it on Instagram. This is the best telecast I've ever played and posted it on Instagram. And then I called Lee up and go, can we do something? I, you know, can I, can we do a thing? I spied and then I sought you out money, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'm just in a meeting. I'll come down in a minute and we'll sort something out. It's fine. I talked to the, to the wife and can I, yeah. And she was like, yeah, let's just do, we'll sort it out. And then uh, he's like, he comes, he gives me a call this afternoon and goes, um, like it's half been sold. And then, and I was like, what? Yeah. Somebody sorted it on your Instagram account and called up and bought it. No. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no. And I was, I was absolutely just, I was destroyed because I thought I was going to get that guitar, you know? Um, so, but turns out that this guy is, um, Sam, he's a guy who buys a lot of guitar and changes stuff all the time. And, you know, one of the guys that he quits off all the time and maybe he'll bring it back to this one and then maybe, you know, sort something out. And I kept going in for the next few months. I went in, every time I went in the store, you know, it was has he brought it back yet? Has he brought it back yet? No, he hasn't brought it back yet. No, he hasn't brought it back yet. Turns out, actually, three weeks later, after he did bring it back, right? So he brought the guitar back, and um, the Paul, Paul that then took it in uh, called, called Lee and said, oh, his guitar's back. And Lee called my wife and said, uh, it's Pete's 40th coming up. Do you want to, should we keep this guitar? Should we, do you want to buy it for him and put it in somewhere, you know? And she was like, absolutely, yeah. So it sat in Lee's office for four, five months, maybe. Wow. Which I was in his <laughs> office, and it was sitting in a case there for like five months or something. <laughs> And then on my birthday, they were like, uh, we got a present for you, you know, the, the girls and everything. And they brought this thing in. I was sitting in bed, I had coffee or whatever. And they brought this. I was like, what is this, what is this guitar case? And I thought oh, they'd taken one of my guitar cases and put some presents in it just as a thing, you know. So I get this guitar case and I open, I click it up, you know, click. And I open up and it's like, like literally, fuck. And it was the guitar. So it came back and then my wife then bought it for me um, for my birthday. And then, and then I started playing it on, on the Anderson's videos. Um, and it just, it just completely just went. And I never, it was never like anything of me going, oh, it's purple, it's amazing, anything. But it's, it was just, it just looks so cool, you know. And it just it makes does. you play great. And, you know, and I've, I've actually worn it down a lot, quite, quite some of it. Is, this is worn off and stuff. Um, and now, you know, as you can see behind me, there's... Uh, we did, you know, we did squat, we did Squire Bullets, Telecasters, you know, there was 650 of those that went, you know, and there was, and it, there's something with Telecasters that I think just works with some color on it. There's something with them that just, that just makes it, that the, the shape, you know, like we did uh, double bound orange tangerine, double brown candy apple green, and, and they just look like, when they're slightly relic, they just look really cool. And then it just, it just took off, like, you know, I don't know where it came from. So it's not just me that sort of went with that purple thing. 
Um, but it's just become synonymous with, with me, I guess, now. <laughs> so, and I don't mind it. I think it's cool, you know. I, I think it makes it even more special that, that it's family-related, that your wife gave it to you. Yeah, yeah. You know. Absolutely. So, they, so my wife and kids basically bought it for me. And, and, and you know, and it is, it is, you know, I've got a lot of great guitars um, that I would reluctantly sell. But if, I, if there was one I never would sell, it's definitely this one. You know, absolutely. So it's, it's very special and dear to me. And maybe that comes across. I don't know. But it does look really cool. You know, it just it, the purple is just great. So and actually, this was made for Frankfurt in 2014. Uh, there's, there's, there was three of these. Um, and this one went to the UK. And I think the guy in Germany has got one. Uh, and then there's another one somewhere, which I don't know where it is. Um, I've offered to buy all of them if, if at some point, you know, um, so if, if they were there, I would, I would buy them all, but cool. just get all the sisters together, all the triplets, but, um, it's great. And it's super so, light. Can you satisfy my, my gear nerdiness and tell me the specs? Like what's, what's the, so it's a slightly enigma of a guitar, right? So it's, well, it's a, it's, um, it's, um, it's a quarter tone maple neck. Uh, it's uh, an ash body, which is super light. I mean, super duper light. Um, and then it's, you know, it's a relict. It's a relict. And then it's got now I it was a no caster and a twisted telly in here. And people were asking, you know, what is the pickups? What's the pickups? And um, the, so I had with, with Monty's, I've done a set of pickups. So, so we were like, because you can't buy this set. So you can't, if you buy, you have to buy two sets to get to match it. So if you want to buy two sets of Fender custom shop pickups, and then you have to throw two away, basically. So I gave it to Monty. said, can you do a set of these so maybe people can, can get a chance to buy this, this set? And we, we figured out, actually, they're not, they were not exactly what they said. The whole guitar is slightly an enigma. The neck is, is in between, like, two things. And it's not what it says on the, on the you know, on the, uh, on travel, the, on the travel lot. So it's, it's almost like, oh, we need these for, for Frankfurt. We need three of them. Go. Do them now, you know. Um, <laughs> so we met, so we made the set, which I've then put in here, uh, the, the Monty's DP fifty one set. So it is essentially a no caster and a twisted telly. Um, and then, you know, it just sounds great. I love I love playing this guitar. It feels amazing. You know, it's got fifty one oh five frets on it, and yeah, that's I haven't done anything to it since. So it's just great. I love it. <laughs> it's my. It I is mean, beautiful. It really, it's, really is. And it, it is synonymous with you. And it is. I mean, and I've got, so, you know, we've got... It I've sounds got, so organic as well. It's a really organic story. And it's not like you try to market some sort of purple no, message. Not just, at all. It's not, a, it's not, it a, it's works. never been a, it's never been a thing that has been, you know, that's been, that was like made up or anything. It was like, oh, if I buy that, then we can do this. And, and then it was just people going, where can I buy that telecaster? You know, so we, we were like, okay, well then, Fender, can, can you make some of these? And they were really, they've been really popular and they're still selling, you know. Um, and then, of course, can you make something that's? We started off with the with the Squire Bullet for 129 quid, and they just sold so super quick, and it was like, you know, um, it's Purple Squire classic vibe soon. I think, yeah, I think they are coming. Um, so they're like 350, 60 quid or whatever they are, and they're great value for money. Um, and then there's a there's a Purple uh, Road One. I mean, this is not a sickness of product. That's the thing. It's not nothing. True, you know, we got like we got like a, a classic vibes uh, strat in the purple with it. It looks great, man. 
it's 350 it really quid is. you know it's just great and the same is in a, in a telecaster this version um and um got one of these it's a mischief maker <laughs> ah nice so, so strap body tele yeah with a vega trim on it um Sweet. and then you know there's a, there's the one off silver sky in purple sky color <laughs> so that's what that's what uh yeah that was clean that made for me yeah it's like a present yeah. so you know i'm very fortunate to get all that stuff there's a there's a seth backers through that nice which uh we're gonna get in anderson's actually soon so that's gonna be very cool so um but I mean, it's, you know, I'm very, very fortunate that I, I mean, I didn't never, never, it was never a thing for me. I just liked that guitar. It was so great when I picked it up. I was like, this is the best guitar I've ever played. Can I please, can I please, please, please get it? And then I was so gutted when it went, I was so gutted. You know, I really, it was like I lost, like, oh, but um, it came back. So it was meant to be, you know, and then we Do you are. know why the guy returned it? What was the return story? It wasn't just this, any... it wasn't a thing, you know, just, and we, he said, we've spoken afterwards and he was like, well, it, it's, it wasn't meant to be mine. It was meant to be yours, you know. So oh. that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. nice. So, so that's that's basically it. Yeah. That that makes me really happy because we don't know each other that well. We've we've met in person once. We we yeah. passed like ships on the Instagram night, and. It's nice to know that the person I think you are, you know, that that story backs that up, and it's it's beautiful that it is so organic and so wholesome and family-like, and not at all in any way sort of sort of pushed together like Lee says. We need to get you special. We need to put you in some special color, no, green, no orange, cool. no purple. Yeah, yeah. No, it's never been. I mean, it's it's of course people want it, so you, we try to gift them. And there's also a left-handed. Sure. There's a left-handed classic vibe coming you know and the, the thing is you know that we have to as you know it's like 250 you have to make so there's 250 left-handed squire and i understand that you know i know that people <laughs> left-handed wants guitars but it's that number is just insane yeah. but we've yeah. we've done okay we'll do it then you know so hopefully we'll sell i don't know 10 50 i don't know 50 maybe I, it's so you know but at least we're trying to to give people what they want, you know, at the end of the day. And it's nice to see people posting on Instagram, I got my purple and this is great. And I feel like I'm going to play it. And it's, it's just, that's the vibe. You know, you see something when it's sitting on the sofa and, or whatever, and you want to go and play it, you know, that's mm. that. And you pick a guitar that's so important to me, you know, and most guitars now, are, are, I mean, value for money wise, you pay 350 for one of these for, for like a Squire classic vibe. Or even even the Ibanez, you know, the the, the new uh, essential range for the money is just great guitars. You know, you can't go wrong with them anymore. So it's it's like no, we're what, very lucky, super lucky. Yeah, and then uh, what attracts you uh, to play these things, you know? Pete, speaking of Ibanez, because I know Dan won't mention it at all. Um, so Troy Collins <laughs> asks what you think of the FRM three hundred. It's Gilbert's great. Signature. Actually, there was one hanging in the shop, and I was it was like ah, go just walk past it. <laughs> so I, I had to wait. It's great. It's really, really cool. It's yeah. wicked. I love it. I can attest that you, you should not walk past it. You should go and pick it up and take it home. <laughs> and he was immediately sold to it when he, when he got to try it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, I, what I, I also what I really want to try is that uh, Lowry uh, one oh. behind you. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I still haven't, I still haven't had, a, had a go on that. It looks amazing. And I love the pickup combination with the telly's uh, pickup in the neck. You know. Neither have I, Pete. Neither have I. 
Nudge, nudge, wink, right. wink. And she's got a purple thing as well, hasn't she? So, yeah, yeah she like does. she's got purple finger fingernails and everything. Yeah. Like she's, she played my she played my my telly when she was here, and she thought That's it awesome. was very nice. <laughs> All right. So, absolutely. But I do need I do need to try one of those guitars. It's wonderful. Yeah, the pickup set is pretty interesting. So, also yeah, it's very comfy. You know, you've got the the four uh, the the scoop on the back. Yeah. It's a mm. great guitar. That's a it's great guitar. Cool. I'm sure it is. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know either. So See, Andy, see? Uh, a little point about the left-handed Squire Classic Vibes. I think you should supply it with another strap button and you could Jimi Hendrix that for right-handed players. And I, thing, I, I would it? actually be interested in that. But it never stopped Jimi Hendrix. He's like, I'm left-handed. Well, there's no left-handed guitar, so he just went it the other way around. He never complained, did he? And he was Jimi no. Hendrix at the end of the day. Eric when Ailes you get them in, same. let me know, because I, I was thinking of doing that, of, of getting a left-handed and a classic. I love the Squire Classic vibes, yeah. and why not get a purple one? So when they do come in, send me a little message. and maybe, Absolutely. Uh, we'll maybe sort I'll something out for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that sounds like a good idea. Sounds like I've just sold a hundred guitars for you. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not even. It's like people think I get um, it's but it's not a. It's not nothing to do with me, you know. I just no. play this one. It's not like I get. No, you got to give the people what they want. Exactly. And people want to spend their money on stuff, just yeah. like the Marcus King amplifier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, this this. Yeah. Please, Dan. No, no. Uh, since it's, I think we have to come to end slowly, I, I desperately wanted to ask uh, Pete, what like what's what's coming up next? Do you have any like musical projects, or is there any cool projects with Andersons coming on? What can we expect to see from you? Um, it's a good question, actually. Andersons is just carrying on like it always is. You know, we've always we always try to make up, come up with new ideas and do new new things, and you know, get more presenters involved and new shows so that takes a lot of time of course all of, it's a full-time job for me um i would like to do an ep maybe soon hopefully this year i, I wanted to do it last year and the year before but it just didn't really pan out that way fortunately um and then if there is any music touring coming up maybe if it's the right thing i feel like i could say yes to something that you know what i mean if it doesn't. I don't necessarily need to do it because I've, I'm lucky enough to have this. So it's not a. It wouldn't be a money thing for me. It would nor be if, if you really like the music, if you really like the people. It might be nice to to do something like that. And then I do little gigs with some friends. You know, we just go and do weddings or you know parties, and I really enjoy that because I just turn up, and then I get to play a bit, and then I take a 10 minutes long solo if I like, and nobody they just dance around, and you know I really enjoy that. Um, and then, you know, I'm just, as long as we're all healthy and that's, you know, my kids are happy and then that's really most important, I think, kind of thing. And then let's oh, see. I mean, I'm oh up for anything. I never say no to much, maybe more now than I used to. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it would be nice to, to maybe go on a tour again if, if, if it's the right thing that comes along. It would be, be cool. It's, it's, a special, it's a special experience to be able to to tour around and especially if you are doing a world tour or you know doing the stadium tour in germany or it's 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 really something to experience and i i hold all that really close you know that i've and to my heart and i'm lucky that i've get to experience 
you know, traveling the world and playing in front of lots of people. So, you know, but I've kind of, now I'm here and this is fun too. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't knock it, man. Uh, yeah. We've got a suggestion from Troy who says that you could do camping unplugged with Andertons and fishing with Pete and Lee. <laughs> I'd watch that. Actually, it's not a bad idea. I think Lee's actually got this, uh, he's got sort of a... Um, uh, uh, Thanks, Troy. He's got a... Um, what is it called? Like Bear grills kind of thing coming up where he has to um, he has to go out and try to be in the wild and cook his own food and make a, uh, oh, wow. you know, live outside for like a weekend. So he's very excited <laughs> about that. Um, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be fun. I mean, I, we, we wanted to do one thing we wanted to do is we do a lot of work for cancer, Teenage Cancer Trust. Um, and that's our kind of preferred, um, you know, um, where we where we do all our work and charity and i wanted to do like a 24 hour stream um and then maybe do like 24 do one loop every hour of the 24 hours you know i was up for playing playing guitar i'm up for doing any anything crazy so you know we just need to find the right time and the right thing to do um like we did it we donated stuff you know we did stuff um we donated all the guitars that we had in here uh, that wasn't mine. Maybe it's a couple of mine, but you know, we don't have the guitars that because we get, you know, we're lucky to get given some guitars. We used it for a couple of years. New models comes out, so we'll we donated the old ones with with a raffle, and we had one hundred seventy thousand pounds, one hundred seventeen thousand pounds. Yeah. We then managed to give to Teenage Cancer Trust. So that's really that really that's really nice to be able to do that stuff, you know. Um, so we're gonna hopefully we're gonna do some more of that this year as well. Um, I would like to get some more bands on, do some more bands, but you know, help some people. You know, just be nice, basically, just be nice. <laughs> Sounds like you should also get some sleep as well. That's a long, long, long list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the problem. That's been the problem. You know, that's why probably I was drinking too much, and then I, I had to stop it because it was too much. You know, there was we just did too much all the time. Um, and you know how it just piles up, and you got family and all sorts of stuff, and the end of it, like. It has to just to, to put the brakes on, you know. Um, but hey, we get to get play guitar every day with nice not people bad, and have a laugh. You know, what's, what's not to like? It is not bad, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think we're going to call it because I want to do a second episode. I don't want to give people too much Danish Pete in one episode. So you know, <laughs> well, I can I can go on, man. I can go on. That's the thing. We, I'm always happy to come back if you want. Absolutely, love you yeah. too. Love you too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know people think that they know you because of their own videos, and as you say, you're the same person on screen as off screen. Yeah. But I hope people that have watched this and listened to this get to know you a little better, and then and then that story Thank just you. about your guitar is absolutely yeah. beautiful and. It's uh, crazy, isn't it? You can make that a, up. A wonderful family. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's absolutely everything wonderful. happens for a reason. You know, I think I do believe that. You know, that I'm not sort of into all that stuff, but I do think that stuff will find you. You know, so and here we are. The guitar, the guitar will find you. That's that's yeah, yeah, for exactly. sure. It happened with me in a Telecaster. It, yeah. yeah, my 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 Tele found me. Yeah. But, uh... I wonder in the in the multiverse where the guitar had not been returned what other guitar pete would be playing now <laughs> yeah that's a good one that's a good question actually i don't even know what it would be i don't even know would i even play guitar you know 
You might have finished. You might have, yeah. If it wasn't that guitar, then you would have maybe given up. Yeah, I might have cried myself to sleep and gone <laughs> to do something else. You know, <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I didn't done. get the guitar. <laughs> well, thank you, Pete, so much you. for joining you, us. Uh, it's it's been a blast and really enlightening. So yeah, I've I've had a, I've had a good time. Sorry about my connection issues. Sorry about the lightsaber in the background, wherever that's coming from. <laughs> Dan, uh, yeah, a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant episode, and it's an honor to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank mate. you very much for having me, guys. Thanks for joining, and to everyone out there who's listening on iTunes or other podcatchers, if you might leave a five star rating for the show because this will help us reach out. Uh, and five stars, yeah, five stars, reach out to more people and get more amazing guests on the show, such as Pete. Or maybe even convince him to get back for another episode and talk more gear and more guitar yes, stories with us. Thumbs up. Okay. Then goodbye, everybody. Enjoy whatever you do with the rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you soon. Ciao. Buy a purple guitar. Good night. Bye.